Hello, friends. Um, so I just want to talk to you about reactivity engines in Vue and React for fun. Um, because, I don't know, I mean, I know Vue's reactivity engine pretty well because uh, Alpine uses it under the hood. And I guess I don't, I don't know React's under the hood, but I guess I know it from the outside in. And I've attempted to make my own like React hook you know, implementation for fun a few times. And so I think I at least, I probably don't know the actual implementation. I definitely don't. Um, but I think I conceptually kind of have the gist, but anyway, um, well, what, what are reactivity engines? So, you know, like the whole kind of point of these frameworks where you can manipulate state and the DOM or the, what's, you know, rendered in the browser just reacts as a side effect rather than like jQuery or something or vanilla JS where you're, um, manually, you know, saying like, like, uh, you know, change this HTML element to this or fill it with this text when this happens and you have to define all that stuff. So, you know, you know what Vue is, you know what React is, you know how they, you know how to use them and you know why they feel really good because of that thing. So in Vue, Vue, Vue and React have taken like two fundament, fundamentally different approaches and they have fundamental trade-offs. And I feel like, I feel like I hold a space for both in my heart like a part of me loves React's approach and hates it. And a part of me loves Vue's approach and also hates it. Um, where, so let's just start with React. In React, if you, you know, let's say you have some counter component where you're just incrementing a count on the page, you would have some, you would have a function like, so I'm using, when we're, we're talking like, I guess more, we're talking new view and new React. So you would have a function for that counter component. And in that function, you would say like, let and then you would destructure um, count and set count and then equals use state and then pass in the initial state so there's the use state react hook so whatever so now you have two things in your react component which is again just a plain javascript function which feels really nice you have two things you have count which is the actual javascript value that you can use anywhere you want so when you go to return the template from that react function you're you know you literally just kind of um, like you like concatenate in basically that count variable and it'll, you know, render on the page. And then whenever you want to change count, you have to call that set count function that was returned. So a tuple was returned from use state, which is just an array with two items. And, you know, the first one is, is the value. And then the second one is, is the setter function. So the pro, the con here, the, the, we'll start with the con. The con is that, well, all right. Let's just get that on the, on the table. So you get that. That's how a, a basic counter component would work in React. Now, a basic counter component in Vue, like which Vue are we using here? We're using Vue 3. We're going to use the script setup thing. Maybe, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe not. Nah. Nah. <laughs> okay. Maybe, whatever. In Vue, it's, it's, it's simpler. You would just have like this data object and you would have an item in it called count. And then in your template, you would just you know, render count and it would show up. And then when you need to change count, you don't have to, you know, call some separate setter function. You just change count and everything just reacts. So the fundamental thing here is that the frameworks have to know when something changes. That's the thing. There's no way for the framework to re-render the DOM if it doesn't, if it isn't aware that it needs to be re-rendered. Where in React, there's a very, um, what's the word? I don't know. 
I don't, I don't know, a very explicit approach. It's like React gives you the function that triggers the update. So you have complete control over when those updates happen because you're the one manually calling that function. And that trade-off is, uh, a part of me loves that because you have complete control and it doesn't feel, it feels like you can't get, it feels like you can write more efficient applications and it's a little easier to reason about because you're the one triggering the the update. Where in Vue, Vue uses reactive proxies, which are just kind of wrappers, they're decorators around, you know, like in PHP, how classes have magic get and set methods. It's, it's like that kind of thing. Um, it takes your object and Vue wraps it up in something that is like a membrane on top of your, it's a membrane on top of your actual JavaScript object. And then when you mutate your JavaScript, you treat it as a normal JavaScript object. And then when you, you do something like set count to two, that membrane saw what you did. It went, oh, they set count to two. So let's trigger all this stuff. And the pro there is that it's, it's, uh, it's plain and simple and easy. I think this is why I started using Vue in the first place because it just was very simple. Um, I just felt like, oh, I have, I created a JavaScript object. I rendered it in the DOM. I referenced it, you know, in a template. And then I changed it wherever I want to change it. Could be in my view component, could be completely somewhere else. I just change it and then everything just reacts. So the pro is that, that it's not, it's not explicit. It, it feels really just intuitive and plain. The con is that you aren't, well, you, you kind of are controlling when an update happens by mutating that JavaScript object, but it's a little deceiving at times and it doesn't feel explicit. So there might be lots of places you're mutating it that let's say you don't, let's say you're mutating that object and you don't even want it to re-render, you know? Well, you have to do like very explicit things to make that happen where it's like, you're not just, and the other thing is you're not working with a plain JavaScript value like in react that count thing is actually count you know it's like just plain it's just the variable plain where in in view again there's this membrane on top of everything so it appears like you're dealing with a like a simple value but you're actually not you're dealing with something more complex um so that's the trade-off the trade-off that, that view makes is like views trying to make the experience for the user a simple and streamlined why are you calling me random scammer sorry about that views trying to make the experience for the developer feel simple um at the cost of that that obfuscation has cost of course and in react they're sort of expecting a little bit more from the developer um, but at the benefit of the developer you know being closer to the metal and having more control and not getting tripped up or entrapped as much as you might in view um, so I don't know. I just, I guess it's like fun to just acknowledge those differences. And cause that to me really is the difference between Vue and React. Obviously there's a zillion other differences, but to me, that's kind of the fundamental difference because state is huge when you're dealing with these frameworks like JSX versus Vue's templating engine. Yeah. There's differences here and there. One feels more pure JS. One has nicer. I mean, this is that same Vue versus React sentiment in their templating engine in react it's jsx and you can actually use if you want to loop through something you're using javascript loop stuff like dot map you know and it's just pure javascript or feels like pure javascript and in view there's a whole templating language like v4 that is nicer and once you learn it it feels 
it looks nicer. It's more logical. It's cleaner. It's easier for a newcomer. Um, or JSX is a little jarring and weird, but again, it's that trade-off where with, with react, you just feel very close to the metal. You feel very much like you're in JavaScript and in view, you're kind of dancing in and out of, you know, what JavaScript might feel like, you know, vanilla JavaScript. So anyway, that's, that is the view versus react core philosophical difference in my opinion. And I kind of celebrate both of them because I think I have a heart for both of them. I have a heart for Vue, obviously, for all the reasons I've just stated, um, but React. But but because of spending so much time in Vue land and also Alpine uses Vue's reactivity engine under the hood. So I feel like I'm using Vue anyway all the time. And And there's just so many places where you have to kind of like think really hard about what's actually going on under the hood and then look for very specific sharp knives in Vue's toolbox to avoid certain reactivity pitfalls and things for the stuff that I'm doing. Um, where it, with React, it's like, oh my gosh, that's so nice that that it's all just there. And once you kind of establish the very basic principles, you can use them and remix them in whatever ways you want and you have full control over that. So, And it's just a different paradigm. So I have love for both of them um, for sure. But... So I kind of hopped on this because this call, this call, <laughs> yeah, we're on a call right now. I hopped on this to talk to you about that because I just think that's kind of interesting. But um, Vue used to, in Vue 2 and probably previously, when you created a reactive object, which is, again, like just the data object in Vue is reactive. You know, you have a property called count, you can mutate it. That object, Vue took it at some point and made it reactive, but instead of wrapping it in, in a membrane per se, old Vue added getters and setters uh, to each to, to that object. So if you have a property called count, it would now replace that with a get count and a set count so that it could intercept those calls. So the nice thing about that is when you're dealing with that data object, you're still dealing with the exact data object from JavaScript. The annoying thing is Vue mutated it and changed it. So if you like inspect it in your dev tools, you just see all these getters and setters and whatever. But the identity of the object is still the same. So if you can compare two objects and if their identity is equal, you'll get equals true, you know? Um, where in Vue 3, it's it, this is another kind of trade-off thing. Like they, they traded off that object identity and that kind of simplicity um, for for a, a better system in some ways by re, by wrapping that whole object in a, in a proxy, which is that membrane I was talking about, that reactive proxy. But now when you're passing around that object, it's not the pure object, it's you're passing around the membrane that contains the object. So if you access, so there's like methods like uh, dot to raw, or I think it's to raw in, in, um, in view, where you can convert, you can basically unwrap that membrane from the thing. Um, but yeah, so you're dealing with a wrapped up thing which now isn't, it doesn't share the identity of the original thing. Um, so if you type like, you know, reactive object equals, equals, equals the underlying object, you'll get false because the proxy's identity is different. Um, so anyway, we're kind of getting, we're getting into the weeds here. This'll be a longer one, whatever. We're getting into the weeds. Um, yeah, so so that, I mean, that's the trade-off of the the leap from view two to view three is is that. I think that's like one of the biggest fundamental differences is the way it handles reactivity a con of the the first approach is it's all fine and dandy when you specify all the properties up front and then view goes through and it initializes all them and turns them into getters and setters but if you add a property on your own later on view 
didn't doesn't have a way to know that you did that and it can't convert them to getters and setters easily also deepness so if not if you have a deep object like a properties have their own objects have their own properties blah 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 view had to like crawl through that and add those getters and setters deeply and now when you change some property or add some you know you add some new property deeply it's not going to be tracked and it's just kind of feels like a lot um, where with view three with this proxy reactivity approach the proxy is the one tracking all the deepness and the underlying object doesn't change which feels really nice um yeah, so that, that feels really nice. And you can mutate that underlying object as you please. So you can add properties and they will, you know, the proxy is, is the membrane wrapping it up. So it's going to know, it just knows, like they're trying to access X. They're trying to set X no matter what, even if X doesn't exist. So, so it's more flexible. And that's why a lot of reactivity engines use JavaScript proxies. Like I don't really know of any new ones that are using the getter and setter approach anymore because proxies are so powerful. Here is a, so here's something that Vue introduced. So like Vue has this new, you know, uh, composition API, which feels more React-like where, you know, old, the old Vue paradigm, the options API, you're, you have like, you know, the template of your Vue component. And then you have an object where you're, it's like almost like a config, you know, for your, for your component. And this is where you have data colon and then all your data and methods colon and all your methods and stuff like that, your hooks, all that stuff. Where React, you're just in this free blank canvas function. Um, React used to have a more, you know, the class-based approach that was kind of another analog to this this view paradigm shift. React had its own paradigm shift to a blank canvas that was the functional API. So Vue has their own blank canvas functional API. And this is one of those other things, I guess, from the outside in that, you know, a criticism is like Vue follows React. I don't think that's true because, like, clearly I, we're describing that that, like, Evan, who created Vue, has like a set of principles for Vue that diverge from React. Like he's fundamentally choosing the path of, um, of a nice, of, of like beautiful APIs basically where React is like clearly not, well, beautiful in like a, a different sense, you know, not um, simple and not aesthetically pleasing per se in React. But React, so on, React underwent this paradigm and then Vue kind of did its own version of that. And I guess that's the criticism that you'll hear about. Like, Vue, you know, Vue's just copying React. React just pushes the envelope. And, and I think that's true for a lot of frameworks. Like React kind of is like pushing the envelope. Um, I guess maybe not anymore with some of these other frameworks that do completely other things like Svelte and Solid and Quick and whatever. But we're talking about Vue and React here. And this is gonna be a long one, I guess. So Vue, right. So Vue underwent its own transition to something that feels more freeform and blank canvasy, and that's the, whatever, the composition API. Um, so when you use, and there's that really nice syntax now, that script tag where you just add setup that attribute, and now it feels kind of like React, where I just feel like, oh, I'm in this blank canvas. Where in React, I would say like let, or let bracket count comma set count equals use state false or, or one or something like that. In Vue, you kind of do something similar now. You would say let count, which is kind of cool because you're no longer, you know, you're no longer setting a property on a data object, which is Vue has always felt that way. Like in Vue 2 and the and Vue 3 options API, you have a data object and a property called count, where now it's like, well, it feels kind of good to just make a variable called count, just like let count equal, and then you wrap it in a ref. Um, and let's, I'll talk about refs in a second. So, you know, in Vue, 
so whatever in your script setup you would like import ref from view and then you would say let count equals ref which is a function and pass in the initial value which is let's say one and now it should all work kind of how you want it to work in your template you have you know um x text x text i'm using alpine you whatever you echo out count and it shows up and then you mutate count you say at click count equals or count plus plus and the the you know the dom updates and everything but there's something going on here if you want to in in your code in that script setup in javascript so not in a template if you want to mutate count you now have to say count dot value plus plus so this is the thing with refs like what are refs why do they exist basically refs are the answer to react like proxies can't wrap a primitive variable in javascript so if you have like literally a variable called count that's set to the number one remember how i was saying like before with getters and setters you can only do getters and setters on a javascript object proxies you can only wrap javascript objects or arrays you can't wrap the number one you know you can't have a primitive variable be reactive fundamentally so what view does is offers this new api called refs and refs are a way to basically make single values reactive and what they do under the hood is they actually just return an object with a getter and setter for that value at with the property dot value which to me is gross like i get it i get the need for it and that's it's also a concept in other reactivity engines this concept of a ref but it's really just a way like i find myself whatever i don't <laughs> i won't go drag you deep down some of these other rabbit holes but um but yeah like it's a gross api this that like you know in react you're actually that count variable is actually just a number and that feels so good we're now in views uh composition api when you're using that count variable you're actually passing around an object which is crazy to me like you're supposed to use it like a number but it's actually an object and you can use it like a number inside of views templating engine because that stuff gets compiled and it's all smart and it's like oh the value that they want to echo is a ref and we know that so we'll just call dot value ourselves but when you're dealing with this in pure javascript writing your own functions your own hooks and everything in your own javascript script tag you have to you have to say dot value all the time which just looks like garbage to me and is just i hate it um did i mention that i hate it so uh so this to me feels like a step back for view and i think this is part of the reason that view three was so jarring for so many people and the composition api is so intimidating i think the fundamental core principles behind the composition api are what's up and by composition api i mean view three and the way it uses its reactivity engine the options api is just basically written in the composition api you know the options api is just a backwards compatibility familiarity thing so this is the composition api is like view three at its at its essence and yeah, I, I think that, that this is a big reason why Vue 3 was so jarring and was so kind of divisive or so many people haven't upgraded. So many plugins are written in fundamentally different paradigms and they can't just upgrade to Vue 3. So there's this huge schism, you know, in Vue that Vue changed so fundamentally in this way. Um, and that's fine. Framers can do that. You can move forward. You can, you know, you don't want to die. And, you know, Vue could have just died a stale death if it didn't have some answer to these if, if it didn't yeah if it didn't rise to the call of the javascript zeitgeist 
that says we want more freeform functional ways of writing our components that are less verbose and less configy. We want, you know, freeform. And that's, that's why, you know, so this, this has set the stage for all that. And I dig it. Um, but Vue has landed in this weird place now where it has its own ugliness. Like React has its ugliness, but that's like part of the trade-off and that's its own character. Um, and Vue now, I think, is kind of getting some of the same ugliness and confusion and obfuscation that React has, except like that, like Vue's, Vue's thing was supposed to be being nice and simple. Um, so there's a, a transform. I don't know if this is official or just beta or whatever, but there's a, a view transform so that at build time, when you're running your view app through a compiler or whatever, it can add those dot values for you. So you cannot use dot value and you can just use plain JavaScript and it will compile in those dot values. So this is crazy because it's like, okay, this is nice because now in your script setup, you can literally just say like, let count equal ref one or whatever. And now you can just mutate count. You don't need count.value equals whatever. And that's nice. Um, but at what cost? Like, I don't know. It's like, wow, there's so many layers here. You're going to take my JavaScript code. You're going to compile it into something else and into raw JavaScript. That's then going to get compiled down into like, yes, whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, it just feels like, okay, it's okay to do stuff at compile time. So I get that, but if, I don't know. It feels like, like Svelte to me is like a, a simple, like uh, provide nice APIs and and then use the compiler like at compile time to turn it all into just like bare metal-y JavaScript type stuff. Where Vue to me, it's like they they have to keep all these layers of compatibility. Like you can still use Vue directly in the browser from a CDN, like stuff like that, which it's like they, so they support that. They support you know, server-side rendering. They support this new compiled, I don't know, it's just like layer on layer on layer of complexity. And there's something about that that to me feels really heavy. But that's the principle. That's, if you were Evan and you had these these desires for really clean, expressive APIs, um, yeah, and you just are dedicated to that, I get that because I do that with Liveware and Alpine for sure where it's like, to me, the API and the simplicity is the thing that matters most. And I'm willing to trade off more of the, I'm willing to eat more complexity internally. And I think that's part of Vue's personality is eating more complexity internally to provide these really clean, nice APIs. But it's like, at what point is it just stop? Does it stop being worth it? You know, I don't know. So I, I could see, I could see, I totally understand somebody just deciding that like the Vue ethos, the Vue trajectory, the whatever is not for me, React is um you know a more like straightforward approach and i'm going to be more powerful in react for longer easier you know whatever where with Vue, it's like oh man like i'm dealing with all these super heavy proxy objects that are all mapped in a weak map to the reactive effects and they have to be cleaned up and if they're not you have like memory leak issues and leftover reactive effect i don't know it's just it's like and there's so much the memory load is so huge because everything is wrapped in these proxies that has a reference to the original object and it's just like, bleh. but you know what? I'm less familiar with React's core. I've never really sourced over React's core. And so maybe React is just loaded with piles of complexity when it comes to reactivity under the hood. But I kind of think it's not, you know? It's like, I'm sure React under the hood is crazy gnarly when it comes to all the like rendering and memoizing 
child funk child components and scheduling them and deferring them and suspending them and all of those things i'm sure it is just bonkers but when i think about react's reactivity system it's like oh well that's like a five liner (laughs) like because you're just it's like you're trading off this mountain of code for just having the user call something that says trigger an update you know and it's like wow that it all kind of boils down to that like in view just to avoid having the developer call a set count or some sort of trigger like that just to avoid that we have a six kilobyte broadly minified reactivity engine that is just massively complex and handles all sorts of deep edge cases with native javascript types and there's still lots of issues that come about with using those proxies and there's still edge cases where reactivity doesn't work because it's just trying to pretend to look like a normal javascript value <sighs> so whatever i mean i'm in i'm in the view um i'm in view land and and i use views reactivity engine and alpine to me is just a different it's a remix of the same ethos that view instilled in me that's like it should be really easy and pleasant to do this stuff and not you shouldn't have to feel like you're in some weird robot land that's so far removed from just html um but whatever it's two different ways of doing stuff i just wanted to talk about view and react thanks i'll see you